Can somebody tell you fired? Yes or no? Can another man say you're fired? Absolutely. No one can tell me that. And I, that's what I, that's priceless to me. But I'm here because I, I don't enjoy. care. You enjoy I having enjoy a man be able to But you enjoy. Okay, let me ask you a question. So you being selfish. Do you think your son enjoys you calling somebody else a boss? Don't you think your son would rather wake up with you and you could pick him up from school instead of having to do a nine to five? Don't you think? Yeah, but don't you have to wake up at four in the morning? Don't you think your son would love if his name was up there, Dash or whatever your last name is instead of somebody else's? My pride is in my children. Like, look what I'm doing right now. Look at my son. I taught my son never to have a boss. He's 23. He owns a restaurant. He has cookies. He has equity. He busts his ass so he can pass it on to his son. If that's not what you hustling for, you're selfish. Welcome to the Scales Podcast. You're now listening to the dopest podcast on earth. This is your boy Shane. This is your boy Scott. Grab whatever you need to get you in your zone and follow us. What's going on, everybody? Scales Podcast. I'm Scott. Yo, welcome to the Scales Podcast. It's your boy Shane. We back again with a great one for y'all. Today we talking about the word J-O-B. We yeah. all heard it. We all know it. We hear it our whole lives. You got to get a job. You you going to have to get a job. You going to have to get jobs. Job, job, work, go to college. Get Even Kelvin got a job, man. Everybody got a job. You got to get a job, man. Friday, <laughs> you got fired on your day off? Yeah. Energy. So we, we on that today. In this house, you got to have a J-O-B. <laughs> but yeah, man, Um, you know, we we grow up hearing that, but kind of don't get context around what that means and right. like what that means for your life. That's your whole upbringing. Your whole like, upbringing. You gotta go to college to get a job. A job. Everything. Your goal is a job. And now that I'm older, and um, I've had jobs. I've had a lot of jobs. Um, I've done everything from working fast food to working car plants to working at gum like candy factories to, um, man. I done done a lot of jobs. I, I hustled jobs once I could get one. Right. I, I learned how to just, you know, I never valued them, though, which is the reason I had a lot of them is because right. when I felt, uh, you know, the wrong energy, I would just quit because yeah. I felt like you could just go fill out another application. I worked at a bank. Um, you could fill another application tomorrow. And it was, I, I mean, I think I proved my theory right. Like, it really, the uh, scarcity energy and negative energy put around jobs isn't real to me like right. i feel like it's part of a mental thing that kind of hold people back from thinking that like it, if you get one you gotta hold on and stay there because and take shit because you never know like it might not be another one but if you think about what you're doing right but you condition that through school though like you got to go to school for eight hours you got to sit there you got to listen to something you got to repeat you got to train you they teach you about all and you don't things. like it and you keep going yeah. you got to but you got to keep going yeah. back you already getting you need taught. a degree yeah, they programming you, man. And then when you get in a job, you're like, oh, man, I got to do this because I need to pay my bills. I got to do all these things. Everything goes to liabilities and what somebody else needs from you. And you constantly sacrificing your your personality, your dignity maybe, yourself. It started out as soon as you start searching for a job. You start... Cause, it, cause I remember, you know, you you jump out with hot, you know, you want to be the man, you want to be the manager, or you want to have yeah. like a good position, right? Mm-hmm. And then you start filling out applications, and maybe things ain't going your way. You start slowly letting your letting your uh you, your um like what you wanted. You starting to let it go now. You starting right. to uh, settle for right. other things. So you're like, man, what's that position? I guess I, I'm gonna fill out for just to have, I can have right. something. I just want something. So now you're just filling out applications. It right. Ain't even stuff you care about. You don't even really know. 
Right. You just want a job. And even so, at, you know, that step, that's phase one. Even in the search, you already starting to to give too much of yourself away for the hopes of a job. Yeah. And then, like, I was, um, I just left my uh, nine to five recently, man. Hand clap for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I'm on my timey shit. And uh, I really... I was a manager at Whole Foods of a prepared foods department and I was doing I was part of the hiring process and just like the whole thing about it when you're recruiting people is just you feel bad for people because you hear their stories, you know they need a job and stuff like that. And sometimes I try to help people out, but at the same time when you're looking for a job, it's all about mindset. So people coming in, they just want it for the money, they just thinking about getting paid. And it's like you gotta really put yourself in a mindset of how can you benefit this company and how this company is gonna benefit you. Because like, even though I hate having a job, I hate having somebody over me, I wouldn't be in position I am now. And I feel like nine to fives should be um, it should be lined up and set up for you to be temporary, like low-income housing or something. Like You should be like being taught how to do what you need to do for yourself. And that's going to only open the market up and build the economy up. Like When I started doing that and I moved up, and um, I went from a team member to running a million-dollar department, I learned all the ins and outs with no liability, you know what I mean? And if I made mistakes, the company can do that and stuff like that. But it literally taught me how to run a business, and now I run my own. And I feel like everybody should do that. But most people come in there, they just want a job, they won't pay their bills, they just got to... They don't have a vision. Yeah. There's, there's, no, there's no plan for what the next step is. You're just working day to day. Yeah, and they, and jobs kind of um, put you in that position with the way that they're structured and timing. And, you know, a lot of times people who do have those jobs, it ain't like it's a lot of time. That's the problem is you don't have a lot of time to uh, think about yourself. So once you worked a lot, if you don't got that, if you don't have that vision, then you're not going to go home and work on your business. Right. You're going to go home and Netflix it up, chill, whatever. But it keep you trapped in that because the yeah. money you spent now, you need it back again. Complacency, yeah. Yeah, and that's and that's even in it too. So then the next step is the interview process, which was a great segue. You were just talking about that. That process is tough because if you already ain't got no money, but you got to get to these interviews and you got to dress properly and you right. got to like the interview process cost, you know what I mean? And it's in that way is, is very oppressive. And, and then they drag you out a lot of these, interviews, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm hearing some interview processes that are from these corporate levels and stuff and they really drag you out. Right. Like you got to go through six, seven interviews right. before you even get the job. And I, these people be sitting in my chair and they just be so like, man, I just, I haven't heard anything, but I'm gonna keep, I'm hoping, you know, and they, and then they come back and sometimes it's great. But when it's not and it's devastated, you just spent so much energy on this one potential job opportunity. Right. It's so deflating to now go back in and type all that same information into a new application to get ready to go through the same process again. Like when I'm interviewing people, we had to like it's different forms of it. So you got your one on ones and then you got your, you got your panels. And that's way more nerve wracking, man. Like it's just having people just. Come in there. You got six people. You don't know their names. You don't know anything about them. You got to you got to impress all. And these a lot people. of times they're not. They don't welcome. They're not welcoming. They kind of sitting there like a fucking like parole board or some shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like you about to you know, and it's just very like monotone, straight face. It's not. It don't. They don't want you to be settled. They want to know if you can settle yourself, but maybe. But I know that they're not there to settle you. You know what right. I mean? And help you have a good interview. You know right. what I mean? They start judging as soon as you walk in, and that's a hard process. I was like a, a spook at the door, man. I used to always give people so much game. I basically told them everything to say, and they still, but just watching them do the interview, they'll be 
their nerve arms are up and stuff like that, and they just go left and stuff. So I, I always try to help people, man, get get whatever they're trying to get to. But it's just seeing the psychology how people are being programmed and conditioned. It's like this whole society is built. If you're not aware, it's to turn you against yourself. Because like a divided house can't stand, and Abraham Lincoln said that. Yeah. So they got you divided in all type of ways from, and they put you in different type of brackets and different type of, all the way down when you fill out an application and stuff, when you check in the box, you already putting yourself in that. You know yeah. I mean? yeah, and it's even deeper now in every process is they checking on your Facebook and your Instagram and anything that you post and anything that they feel like, you know, don't represent something that they don't want there. And it could have been anything not even bad. You just went out one night and you had a little drink and you posted with the bottle by the right. club, like, and you won't get the job. You can't now. have fun. I can't work at Chick-fil-A because I went to the club. <laughs> 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 this is, uh, yeah, that's I, that's that's where I, it's at now, for real, for real. I can't serve the waffle fries because I went to Because uh, I was, <laughs> for real, people getting fired for shit they did, not at work no more. Yeah. And we're not getting a job for that. That's oppressive. Yo, Amazon, man. I be hearing some crazy stories about Amazon. Shout out to Amazon. They, they about to cut me a check in a few days. But um, <laughs> but Am- but I'm they, not, I'm it's like these stories. I'm not fond of Jeff Bezos myself. I mean, but is, is it him? Yeah. Like, it's like these corporations, man. Like they got like it's like you got all these umbrella things under the, underneath your umbrella. You got all these different personalities and stuff that you can't be abreast to at every given moment. And they want to get results to Jeff Bezos, so they go do whatever they have to do because these people want to move up he the created, corporate ladder. I guess not from yeah from that standpoint. I guess overall though, he created to me a shitty company that everybody praised. He he basically created a company where he just all he is is a middleman. He created right. a company a that platform. gets a product to you. But it also helps small businesses because a lot of people making making a, a lot of it hurts small businesses though because if you got a product that go on there, unless it make the first page, it ain't being seen one, and you got to really be popping and do that. It's it's all it's all antiquated and and you know algorithm, right? And then also other companies be having their products jacked onto there, like so I could buy a product. But they got more a bigger budget than you. They probably get that first page. What you talking yeah, about? Or yeah, I'm a small business and I carry. I am. A, I carry a Crown. That's, that's my business. Shout out to Crown Hair Studio. Right. And we sell uh, hair product. Now that hair product comes straightly off off of, out of my shop, right? Mm-hmm. But also they can go on Amazon. Might get it for two dollars cheaper. That just undercut me. So my people know they gonna go. What they gonna do? They gonna right. go get it off Amazon. And they go. They go bestseller. There's uh, product. The Prime deal. And, and, and it's gonna go even cheaper the more it sells. So he basically took Walmart and put it online. But and it, everybody pray. And I ain't saying like it is what it is. He playing the game. But it's like Eric. We somewhat like we praise people that's not innovators. They just created something that it generated a lot of money and a lot of numbers because we right. love numbers so much. But really, is it innovative? No. It's so, not. Y'all like Alexa? Nah. I got my 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 grand my uh my kids' grandparents gave them one and they brought it home and I was like, bro, keep that away. I don't want it's recording and everything and right. like, it don't sound good. The home pod though, the I the I the Apple Pod or whatever, yeah. it's dope because it sounds good. Like when you play music, it sounds really good. I wanna get one of those, man. But Alexa, man. But they give those away for free pretty much, yeah. Alexa. Like, you don't make nothing quality. Amazon is not a quality. I guess that's what I'm saying. I love quality niche small companies that don't do grand scale. Because so when you when companies get so big, they suck. Yeah. I mean he's expanded. And, 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 and he giving shitty jobs, by the way, on the keeping on the On a low level? Like how they work people? Yeah, like it's not really good jobs. Like he creating jobs, but what kind of jobs? Like how long can people want to deliver packages for? Like, come on, man. So you'd be surprised. But they paying fifteen though. But how long? I mean, you okay? If you twenty one, 
and and you just got that job and you ain't got no responsibility except for yourself, it's a great job for right now. But don't fuck around and have a baby or get married or mm-hmm. need some things out of life. Then you fucked. You can't do nothing for real with $15 an hour. Let's just all be honest. Like that shit, we should already had that and we should be talking about a different, it's, you know, we so behind the ball that 15 sound good. Right. Because it's almost like, you know, you get somebody that ain't had no food or crumb. It's better than nothing. I'll take it. Yeah. But really, they want the whole fucking slice. They yeah, just don't. They're not used to asking You got to work it. for that, man. That's an investment. Anytime you um, contracting with anybody, man, that's an, a partnership. People want to return on their investment. Don't think they paying you $15 an hour and then they got to pay your insurance and then they had to do all these other things and think they don't want to return on their investment. And yeah, it's all come, about margins. That's yeah, all they give a fuck about. Man, use those jobs. And to practice setting goals and practice manifesting in increments. Like, you want to say, I'm gonna come here and I'm gonna move up. I'm gonna get this and set these goals. You're practicing. Like, I go to, I went to that job to practice on what I want to do in my real life. Yeah, don't buy in. Yeah. But they do want you to, it's hard. I get it. Like, yeah. I've, I've been a part of the, it's it's a lot of mental shit. Like, they, they try to make team, they try to make it seem like it's a team and yeah. then they'll make you team a team lead. Week. And they, but they don't give you no money. They just give you a new label. They just give you a new pen that it used to have just your name on it. They give right. you a new one and say team lead, then right. your name. And everybody else is just say they name. So right. now when you feel like, oh shit. But even if you're working at Google, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's just more plush. Yeah, it's yeah, all I mean, the way across the board. Yeah. But you don't buy in because then you got, you got even more power if you're making $250,000 a year or somewhere right. or something like that. But, yeah. Yeah, but people mess up by when they're doing <laughs> that, they raise their cost of living to match what they make. And then all it's of a, a sudden, yeah, you live part a pay- of that. Yeah, you yeah. live a paycheck to paycheck. It's, it's part of the buy-in. Yeah, that's that's what they because then everybody I don't know if I ever seen fun with Dick and Jane, but it was this crazy scene when he pulled into the and everybody who's seen it know what I'm talking about. If you haven't go watch it, it's a Jim Carrey movie. Shout out to Jim Carrey, that's one of my favorite people. Yeah, but uh, he, he keep it real. Um, it's crazy how he evolved. Man, he dope. But um, he fun with Dick and Jane. He pulled into his corporate. Uh, building and everybody had the same BMW. Right, it's that thing of buying in too. Like you That's see, like imagine wives type shit. Yeah, imagine when you got the job, you had a Corolla, and then you pull in and everybody got BMWs. What you gonna do? Right, you gonna go get a BMW quick. And now you got a high ass bill already that like, ties you to this job. Like American Psycho. Yeah, like your boy had the, they had the cars. They put the cars out and then they're talking about the texture all the way down to. The, I mean that probably was over exaggerated, but just that comparison, that race, keeping yeah. up with the Joneses is a real thing. And that's it. Gets you. It anchors you to the job. Now your time is stolen because all you want to do is spend your time to make sure you keep your car, your house, your. And that's funny. Dick and Jane again showed that, like they had this great, this you know comfortable lifestyle, right. where things are paid for and you don't got to worry and you know your wife and you look good it's more about how you look your house right. look great you driving this car people think you did it right but on the inside that anxiety building man you got and you, you look at them numbers and and and, and, and you feel empty you don't feel completed right because you're not doing what you love like and this same person let's just say this night this person's name is uh luke uh just i just came up with that out of nowhere but let's yeah, just say his we don't name, know luke yeah let's just, <laughs> let's just say his name is luke right like now now he um, you know, Luke Luke is an amazing mu- musician on the low though, but right. he got this job where he make a lot of money. Right. But like on the weekend, sometimes he get to play with his band and he be happy as hell. Right. But he don't make as much money, not even nearly as much. Right. But he's happy right. when he do it. And he can spend all his time doing it. Right. That's what you should be like shifting your energy towards. Right. But, but how do you do that though? Well, part of it, like we were saying, is not buying in. Right. Um, 
and valuing your uh, time, understanding that like taking overtime just because they offered it on the weekend and it's like double right. time. It ain't worth it. But you it, take that and time and go. It's a lot bigger though, man, because you got to understand we got a lot of psychological programming, man. And like people really feel like it's normal to wait for the holiday to celebrate and spend a lot of money. It's normal to only see the, the world during vacation times like everybody gotta go on vacation and that's why I said you gotta you gotta learn how to value your time you gotta learn you gotta shift your perspective on what time is you need to totally anything you know about time right now let it all go right and rethink about your time in terms of spending it like money right and because it's the only real valuable thing we got, right. don't do it for the money because money come and go. You can get it all day. It's right. out here. It's not really as scarce as they make it seem. But your time, hey, man, we know. Like, <laughs> Yeah, time freedom is the thing, man. Spending it with your kids or whatever you want to spend it with yeah, and man. just doing it, just having that, that ability to wake up and say, I want to do this today. And then you don't got to call Paul Mentalize it into like, oh, man, I got to do this much as fast as I can. I got to go to work in the next morning. So yeah. you com- you compressing yourself. If you feeling like you got to repress or depress yourself, you're ultimately building that mental illness and stuff and you building that anxiety. For me, uh, how, I able, well, how I was able to walk from the nine to five, I just, whatever resources I had at that moment in front of me, I just used that. And how can I start? I take, I have these big dreams and these big visions, but you always got, and everybody has that, but you just got to work backwards, you know what I mean? And see how you can do that in the smallest version of that and, and kind of scale it as it keep going. No pun intended until it gets to the, the bigger um, vision. So for me to do a rare pole boy and have that going, I don't have a food truck yet. I don't have the budget for that yet. But I just said, all right, I'm going to start with a table. And the first I said, I'm going to start with an insulated bag just to keep it warm. I'm going to go around delivering, let people try it, get their feedback. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, then boom, I got people excited about it, got a little more money. I'm going to get a table now. And now I'm doing that. And now I got some feedback from Houston Sauce Coach. Shout out to Courtney. I'm going to take his uh, game he gave me, and I'm going to get a trailer and just keep on leveling it up until uh, it, it becomes something bigger and just stay consistent because all those things that's going to happen that's going to make you feel like you should quit are just lessons and obstacles. And then you got to understand obstacles are just preparing you for the real test. So when preparation meets opportunity, man, it's always go equal success, bro. It's an explosion. It's yeah. Like, yeah, it's an explosion that happened. And, and I also, I want to encourage people like, and this is not to say that if you older and you got kids or whatever, you shouldn't try after your dreams. It just changes how you move. You know, it's, you got to make decisions differently. But I just want to speak to the young people right now because I just remember me starting out doing what I do. I was 19 when I first started cutting hair. When you young and you don't got responsibility, that is the time that you don't need a job. Right. That That's when I would say, fuck a job. Like, go out here. You don't need no money. Like, forget what you everybody else wearing. Don't go get a job so you can wear Jordans or Yeezys. or Like, don't do that. Go out here and find what you love and work at it, even right. if you ain't making no money off of it at right. first. Because you got, you got time to build it right now where right. nobody's depending on any money anyway. And that's what I that so you know speaking to what you did. That's what I did. I got when I first got my pair of clippers. It started out in my in my uh, in my bedroom. I cut my homie. He came back from Georgia. He needed a job. He couldn't get a haircut before the uh, interview. I had some clippers. I tried decent enough for him to get the job. Then once he got the job, I just created a client that got income, and he started wanting me to keep doing it. It was decent and it was cheaper at the time than what anything else he could get. Right. That snowballed and kept rolling to now, you know, people know and I'm I'm going to people's house. I'm cutting in garages, bathrooms. Like you said, it didn't matter at that time. I was just trying to figure this out and I felt good doing it and right. I was growing it. And it felt it felt good to go out and do something with my hands and not clock in a business that I'm learning, sitting in a room, learning their structure and their so I can dip their fries into some grease. Right. 
it was me going to cut my client's hair and then getting the money in my hand that day and right. being like, damn, and then going home and counting, like, I just created $100. Right. In a day, I would have never made that nowhere else. Right, right. Nobody think they can do that. You gotta think about it like that. Like your six is your eight is eight dollars an hour really worth your hour? Right. Your time, an hour of your life is very important. You can do a lot. And you probably did that less than four hours though. Yeah, I did it in you know. Let's just say I'm gonna do. I'm gonna just say it like this. I worked at Culver's. I made six some seven something. After a two week work, working two weeks, probably like thirty some hours, I probably bring home close to like. Five hundred dollars, six hundred dollars in two weeks, right? And one day, probably cutting for about. I had to drive and shit, so we kind of driving time, probably about ten hours, right? But I, I brought a little over a hundred dollars home, right? Now you, now you do that in a week, right? That's six, seven hundred dollars in one week. So I just did what I did in two weeks in one week on my own, right? And that's that's a mind shift. That's why I say you do that when you're young. It has shift everything when you right. figure out. That you can do that, and it has nothing to do with attachment to somebody else's goals and dreams. It's, right. it's a powerful thing. So I really encourage people who are young to go out there and just fail first. Right. Yeah, fail, fail, you gotta, fail forward. Yeah, you got to fail your way into success, man. You go When y'all start studying, like, y'all got to find mentors, man. Like when you, uh, People who have done it before you, there's nothing about comparing yourself to somebody else, but just learning from their mistakes. And uh, they're gonna, you're going to learn and hear that quote a lot, fail your way into success. Um it's a, uh, another thing, it's another topic down the road, man, but it made me think about it. Uh, like, we talking about removing ourselves from the corporations and job life, but stuff. But we got to think about America because we talk about this in Billion Dollar Baby. Billion Dollar Baby 2 episode coming soon. We uh, we talk about corporate American capitalism, right? And then I, there's this thing about when birth certificates, everything is, uh, America itself is a, a corporation, yeah. And it's like birth certificates. I'm not gonna lose y'all. Y'all just pay. I'm gonna. It's gonna go connect soon. <laughs> but uh, it's like we are. They got this thing called the straw man theory, mm-hmm. and um, it's basically saying that when you're born, your parents enter a contractual agreement with you, with you for on your behalf, and they create the birth certificate, which is a bond or a security, and that's and and that's invested into the stock market some type of way mm-hmm. and they're making money off of your existence mm-hmm. pretty much and you're agreeing to all the all the laws that they create mm-hmm. and all that stuff and you um even a marriage by. license is yeah, like that all that stuff right yeah. but you can become a sovereign citizen and i've been thinking about this so not only am i thinking about all right i'm, I'm going i'm walking away from this nine to five culture and stuff because that stuff is programming conditioning me to be a subservient and but also oh, the boy. other thing you're getting into some black mirror shit now yeah, but i also don't want to agree with I don't agree with a lot of things that's in America, you know what I'm saying? And not that, I, not even America, but the United States, because there's some uh, people who believe that the United States is only Washington, D.C., and everything else around it is just things they control, because mm-hmm. every country, every city has its own laws and stuff like that. But yeah. f- federally, the United States is Washington, D.C. Right. But uh, I wanna, I'm thinking about becoming a sovereign citizen. What is that? A, a sovereign citizen are people who... Um, they claim themselves free of uh, of the government laws. It's like it's a growing thing. It's a growing movement. It got to be consequences to doing this. No, it ain't no tax consequences. No, you don't have to pay taxes. It's a lot. You got. You just have to. You have to know the. How, do you know the law? I feel like you gotta like give up some blood. You gotta do something crazy. Nah, <laughs> nah. it's like you just have to know the law. You I have mean, money. No, you don't have to have money. You don't gotta go through a law process. You have to go through the law. Yes, so you, you have gotta to have money. No, yeah, you, can, you, you, can represent, you got you can represent yourself. The, oh, um, okay. 
You just gotta know. We don't know the law. We not taught the law in school. Nah, at all. You don't not, know anything. Well, I, only, nah. I barely know the Constitution. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you read these laws, like I read the thing about corporate law, right? There's this thing about uh, a legal person. So what you think a legal person is, like an actual human being, right? And by textbook definition in, in a law book in corporate law, a legal person can be non-human. You know what I'm saying? You can contract and sue. A non-human can contract and sue you. He can contract with you on a business and sue you, and that's considered a legal person. Oh, you mean like a dog? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you can do business, but that's a person on paper. Yeah. So that means that can create a paper version of, of a person, and oh, that, that paper can okay. conduct business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that means that your birth certificate is the same thing. That's a legal person. That's a piece of paper. That's not you. But every day when you get that that letter in the mail in all caps, that's that legal person that you're dealing with. That's not actually you. You're just standing in for that, this fictional person that they use and tell you that's you and they control you with that. You know what I mean? When they go in court, they don't address you. The judge never looks you in your eyes looking at a piece of paper. You know what I mean? And once you learn the law and all that, you you learn how to maneuver. And it's just like it really becomes like on some Neo in the Matrix stuff because you you knowing how to maneuver through this world. And you can move as a sovereign citizen. Like that's an actual thing that's possible. Like Amish people are... T- pretty much okay. sovereign. Yeah, you know I get I mean? that. It's yeah, yeah. I get, it's it's uh it's it can be religiously circumstantial. Right. It's a lot of ways. Yeah, they, I, get that. I think I think y'all seen Bay try is trying or tried to do that or I'm it's not a, sure. It's a lot. It's you a just, lot. You have to you have to keep law books on you. You got to be. It's like when you're going through different states, you got to uh, send mails out to uh, certified mail to the police departments to notify. That's what I'm saying. Like, it got to be so much that it's they work, make it yeah. like it's so much. And, and and I'm learning that trying to be you know basically what we're talking about. They steal your time, right? And you know they dangle fake promotions in front of your face with jobs and things like that. So illusion. We, oh yeah. And so not ever really believing in jobs and and starting crown. Is almost feel like me and my wife talk about it all the time because she also has her own business and we homeschool our kids. We f- we feel so much like we live off the grid and it's harder, right? Because um, they it's easier to play the system and and if you don't, you know, you can do it, but you real you start realizing how the the shift is that makes people want to just go get a job and just fall in, right? Because being outside that line is tougher. We we just tried to we homeschooled our oldest for two years. And he wanted to go back to school, so he's going this fall, but trying to get him back in because they want right, medical certain, records and all that stuff. Yeah, and they want like um, you know, report cards, whatever. And we did it all, but it was just like because of the knowledge and my wife being an educator, it made it a little easier. I couldn't imagine somebody who didn't, you know, have that um knowledge or had barriers of poverty or whatever, that's just a hard thing to navigate. And we keep finding that out in so many different right. ways. The more that we want to get out of the game, out yeah. of the, or out of the grit, out of that, out of that rat that race, race, yeah, then it's uh, it almost seems like it's barriers to it. Like they would rather push you back into it, and, it's, and unless you got a big idea. That's the mindset we got to start giving ourselves, man. Is that. We got to be comfortable and excited about learning something new and taking it all into your hands. Like right now, I'm about to build my trailer myself and a, and a few other people, man. Like just, I and mean, that's like to somebody else, I'm like, damn, I'd rather pay somebody for that. But like, no, I'm excited about it. I'm going to learn how to I do some carpentry. I definitely just thought that I would rather buy it as soon as you said that. But I was like, <laughs> yeah, as I mean, soon as you said it, I yeah, was like, but, why? But I got I to gotta maximize on my resources, man. I don't have time to wait. So why wait to raise some money where I can just build it myself? I can get an unenclosed trailer. I know some people who know how to do a little carpentry and stuff. They can do that. And then once I need, I can I can contract with somebody on building out the, the appliances and stuff like that. I'm not going to go that far because mm-hmm. that's a whole another learning curve. What but, about a bank loan? 
Um, I'm not going to do that right now. I was actually looking for investors, and I had some people put, trying to put some money behind me. But I, talk, I had a real great conversation with this dude. He was like, man, if you can scale into a food truck in six months on your own, then just do that. Because once you uh, take in uh, investors or uh, bank loans, they're going to want to return their investment immediately. They're going to have a date set for you for their next payment set up right away. Mm-hmm. And there's also loopholes around that. That's a whole other thing about we businesses. Gonna, and We're going we're gonna to have a finance podcast. Yeah, we're gonna, and, I'm going to have to do some reading on my own, too, yeah, before I have it. Because I so, want to give out good knowledge when we have that one. So when people, if y'all want to get ready for that um, one, if y'all can relate to it more, start reading the Uniform uh, Commercial Code, start learning the UCC, start learning corporate law, start learning the state law. And all these things, just learn the law in general, cause like you inside this game, you inside this country, and they got all these different things and benefits that's out there for you that you don't know, to where you can even walk away from your job and become an actual legal person on top of being your own person too, cause it's like once you become a sovereign person, if you want to do that, it's like I'm taking my life back and I'm living in, I'm claiming that I only live in my body, I don't live in a, a jurisdicted place. I live in my body, and I can go anywhere in this body. So that- I feel like you can make that decision without doing the legal process. If you don't, if you don't want, like I feel like I made. I ain't saying don't. I'm just saying I think I made that decision right. without going through the. But you're just taking that. You're just separating this. You're just cutting that invisible cord with people who claim, who, claim, who making claim to you, even yeah. whether you want or not. You're just taking that part back. Like yeah. I'm, you're taking ownership of of Shane. Yeah, yeah I'm, a t- I'm taking ownership of Scott. Yeah. You know what I mean, that's all it is. That's really what it is, and it's, that's what I mean about stealing your time. That's they, you literally like if you think about a job like like you, you already go into the mindset that you would retire at a certain age, so right. it puts this time. Oh, okay. the yeah, worst. so it's saying from the time that I'm say 30 when I got the job for the next 30 years, I'm okay with this time being used by other people. 30 and years, and then after 60, I'll have my time to go re- do what I want and vacation. I've earned it. Then what? what? That so that idea that you have to earn your own time, right? You can't. You don't buy into that. Don't 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 buy into the retirement idea. That's not a real thing. You never really retire. Like. That's, you know, if you're doing something you love, which I feel like everybody should be doing, even if it is working there. And that's not, let me say, not to knock anybody working in any fast food places. If you love that, right. like truly, if you love that, then right. do that. Live Maximize your life. On it. Don't just but I know for a fact that McDonald's is stealing people's time. There's no way that all the employees really love that. Yeah. So if you are somebody who don't love that, then know that don't almost mortgage or your time for 30 years right. so that you can live on another side of your life. You don't even know if you're going to make it to 60. Right. You know what I mean? That's not guaranteed. So yeah. right now is the time to own your time and do what you want to do with your time and not build anybody else's, you know, dreams or goals, but building your own, your true, and, and knowing redefining success too. It, it's not monetary. Right. It's whatever goal you get to where you feel good yeah. and what you did. Is successful, and then you can keep going. Like I feel successful already. I don't need nine barber shops, whatever, whatever. That is part of my goals is to keep going. Yeah. But I'm already successful. Yeah, you, I already you did it. I mean, you know? that's what. Um, uh, shout out to um Earl Nightingale. That's like his. Uh, it's a quote. I don't know if you um familiar with mm-hmm. it or not. He's saying uh, success is not like an end goal. Yeah, it's like his name though. I like that. Huh? I like that name, <laughs> Earl Nightingale. He sounds like he could play basketball. <laughs> 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 nah, man. If you look at a picture of him, it's like he from like the nineteen twenties or something. He, like, he said he, he was fly though, wasn't he? Yeah, he has. He said um, success is a daily um, pursuit of a worthy goal, a daily pursuit. So like every day, it doesn't mean that the I've end goal. That. I don't know who said it, but I yeah, heard that. Errol Nightingale. Okay. It's like um, you just gotta just every day. Like we are. We're, we're, you, you Shout out to, to E Night. <laughs> <laughs> Birds in the trap sing E Night. But uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. 
it's like you have to be willing to be comfortable with living your daily life and be happy with what you're doing. And don't matter if you're not getting that end out, you're not making a million dollars out the gate, you know, you have a, uh, your stuff not selling out in one day automatically. You just got to be comfortable with that. If you're comfortable with that, you're a success. So y'all listening to two successful people right now that are doing what they want to do and they're comfortable with scaling up and, um, and doing what they have to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that was a good, uh, you know, the part that you said, that's why I asked you about what about a loan, you know, that's, uh, you know, Taking the stairs is important and, and, and taking your time and crafting something that you want you could be proud of and actually got real value and has a foundation. And sometimes you can skip that because you go get an investor or a loan to shoot you into like a situation where you got a dope build out and all these employees, which is cool. Right. And you feel successful because that's what a lot of businesses uh, look like that quote unquote successful. But quickly your beautiful thing could trap you now because now you just work in this machine that's been built off this money you have but if you slow grind it you could really just curate this beautiful experience right and then there and then there's moments when you do leverage it and it's time to get a loan and you will know when it's time but i think a lot of times because of um kind of an imposter syndrome you should look that up it's a real thing it's like an afraid to be vulnerable right about your business and grow naturally you don't you want to look done so you go get a loan I, I feel like most people who do that a lot of times when they, it's because they want to look done they don't right. want their business to look like it's building right and but that's, that's okay and that's not realistic that's not natural man like there's no babies don't just be born tomorrow you know yeah. what i mean everything has a process yeah you you trying to mark mcguire it yeah and sammy sosa you you gotta you just gotta get in the gym and live ways you can't take steroids they gonna catch you <laughs> <laughs> even though that was a great era for baseball that was my yeah. favorite but you know, you think Barry Bonds was using steroids? Oh man, that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. absolutely, it's fucking head group. Right? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, don't I never paid attention to it, but everybody talks about it's, how it's, it's fucking head group. <laughs> like if your head grew as you got older, what the fuck? Like no, nah. Barry, Barry was good though, even when he didn't. Like when he was skinnier, younger, Barry right. Bonds, he was a beast. So right. yeah, you know, I don't think it was a. Uh, I ain't saying that to say that that has to do with his talent or what he did. Right. It's just that he wanted a little extra oomph. It's that, I mean? it's that um, imposter syndrome. It's that wanting to be great. It's that going for that home run. It's, it's, it's competing with Babe Ruth. Yeah. You know, I mean? you know right. put, and not and defining success for himself. He was already, you know, one of the greatest baseball players without doing that. Right. But he still is. I don't really think. I don't put a lot on steroids. We have a whole nother conversation. Because if, t- if I took it, I don't think. I still can't hit a 100 mile an hour pitch. So yeah. it don't matter. Like. Yeah, I'm not going to hit a pitch now because I took steroids. Right. So It don't, it don't help with coordination. Nah. He still knew how to play baseball. But right. anyway, you know, <laughs> but he was trying to take the elevator by doing that right. in certain ways. What about know, hormone before, growth? Like, That's another thing. We got to throw that in the hormone growth, too. Yeah, all of that. Yeah, for sure. Man, this was a great. I love this uh, discussion, man. If you out there and you got a job and you love it, don't take it personal, man. Keep doing your yeah. thing. If you don't love it, get out now. Yeah, like, right now. I want... um. When we uh, open up our site, man, on our Instagram page, man, y'all got to comment on this and let us know, like, what kind of jobs you have and what kind of jo- uh, job you wish you had or career you wish you had. And if y'all want to email that to us at scalepodcastest19 at gmail.com, man, just send us your emails and let us know what you think about jobs and what kind of uh, career path you wish you had. Yeah, man, we appreciate you, man. Balance is not easy, but going after it ain't simple. So go after your dreams. Right. And make sure that uh, you go after it with purpose. Purpose thought forward over money. Right. Always. Thanks.